is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Second Kings chapter 6. Second Kings chapter 6 verse number 1. And the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See, now the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Please, let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there and let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, go. Then one said, please consent to go with, her, with your servants. And he answered, I will go. First four. So he went with them and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. Five. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water and he cried out and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. Six. So the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick, a stick, and threw it in there and he made the iron float. Verse 7. Therefore he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. May I start with a prophecy? And the prophecy is that anything of yours that is sinking will sink no more. Because the time to defy the law of sinking is here. You are about to float. Am I talking to somebody over here? Anything that is sinking, clap your hands and shout it will sink no more. I didn't hear you say it will sink. Come on, Sabekeya. You will sink again. Because something is going to cause you to get out of the water. Church, let us answer this question. What is wrong for a group of Bible students? They are in the Bible school of Elisha called the school of prophets. Now, Elisha's ministry was growing, so the classroom where they have been meeting had become too small. So the students then suggested, Sir, when we go to the Jordan, there are a lot of beams or trees or timber over there. Shall we cut and then make a bigger classroom to contain the numbers as we are growing? Church, what is wrong with this? And so all the young students, everybody wanted to volunteer to do something because they didn't have money to wear high contractors. So these young students went and borrowed somebody's axe to also contribute his quota. One, two, three. Then the head of the axe flew from the wood and entered into the Jordan. Then he screamed, Master, alas, it was borrowed. I've been trying to figure out why is it that when we are not doing anything, Satan does not attack us. But the moment we attempt doing something with our lives, then the enemy will bombard us from every corner. But I came here to let the devil know. Let him try his best. God will show up and God will reverse. Let the devil try his best. Our God will show up. Elisha said, where did the axe fall? He said, here. 
Then he took a stick and placed it on the water. And come And the head of the axe started floating on the water. He said, take your axe. Today's message is bring me back my axe. Any axe that has been taken from you, you are taking it back. I, I tried to figure out why the devil wanted to do that against the young student. Young Bible student. Number one, I figured out that the devil wanted to embarrass him. Because number one, the axe didn't belong to him. And if he borrowed, I could conjecture that <laughs> when he was going to borrow, the owner said, young boy, I'm giving it to you because you said it is Elisha's school. We know that Elisha is a man of God. Please, I beg you, oh, this is the only axe I have. Please, I beg you, oh, please, I beg you. When you are going to borrow somebody, and a person wants you like this, please don't borrow again. Because, because that one is more than a curse. And then, as the person was borrowing expected, the guy did not return with the axe, or you are not returning with the axe. What courage will you have to go and stand before the person and say, I beg you. The, the axe fell in the, the, the Jordan. Hey, I told you, I told you, make me, make me in cable. I told you that's the only one I asked. The devil wanted to embarrass the boy. Any form of embarrassment. Clap your hands and say, flash out. Oh, you didn't hear me. Flash out. Why didn't you fail an examination until you went to school? The devil just wants to embarrass you. Why didn't you experience divorce until you married? When you were sitting yourself and nobody had married you, did you complain? I came in the power of the might. That anybody, when the word they have gathered and they want to disgrace you, you will not be disgraced. If they push you into the water, you will float again. Not only will you float, but you will start flying. Is somebody hearing me? Clap your hands and shout, I will sink no more. Oh, clap your hands and say, I'm sinking, I'm sinking no more. Every shame and embarrassment shall not draw nigh to you. Because you attempted to do something. What is wrong to attempt to do something with your life? Number two, I conjectured that the devil wanted to cause this boy to be in debt because your first assignment is construction and then the axe you want to borrow is lost. So if the owner is a kind person, he will tell you, all right, the only thing is that you should pay. Where are you going to get money to pay? Your first business so that even before you started your business, the devil is putting you in debt. I'm telling you, if you know why your parents are crying, if you know why your mother and your father is crying, it is because of debt. But I came here to let somebody know, your debt notwithstanding, you will try again. Okay, let me add the third one. The third one. The third one, I perceive also that the devil wanted to keep this boy in perpetual poverty. Why? Because if in your first business you have started failing, will you have the courage to start another business? Because every day you hear the voices telling you, hey, 
The first one didn't work. You are owing. You haven't paid. You, 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 you. Perpetual poverty. Come on, Katu Salibi and Dekaya. Clap your hands and say, I'm coming out of this nonsense. The problem mathematics is giving you or English, or chemistry, or physics, or biology, we subdue that problem now. In this year's examination, you will conquer every subject. Uh, I'm standing, don't forget I'm standing on this altar. Don't forget that I'm standing on this altar. And I'm not speaking keke. Any subject that wants to embarrass you, you will embarrass that subject with an A+. Plus. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. Let the devil hear you and shout, I receive it. Any business you have attempted that failed after this message, you are going to attempt again. This time, there is an angel by you. When your act sinks, the angel will bring it up. Clap your hands and say, Poverty, get out. Say, say Poverty, get out, get out. When we were doing nothing, the devil didn't touch us. Once we started doing something, he comes with embarrassment, shame. Two, to make us be in debt, we are owing. Three, to perpetuate poverty. Here's the fourth one that I, I figured out. I also figured out that the enemy wanted to put fear into that young man. Fear never to try anything again. So anytime he's going to attempt anything, then the devil will remind him. Tell somebody, you are going to try that thing again. Tell, tell some prophets, they say, you are going to try that thing again. You are going to try that business again. Tell the person, you try that marriage again. Tell somebody, you try that relationship again. The, the fact that a man dumped you does not mean that there are no better men over there. If a stupid man dumped you, there are better men over there. I, I, somebody, are you hearing what I'm saying? You, tell somebody, you try it again. Somebody, try it again. Tell somebody again. The, the fact that you fail one examination does not mean you, you are going to write that exam again. You, oh, I said you write again. Oh, I said you write. I will pay your school fees to write again. And, and if you don't pass, if you don't pass, me and you, we shall face this altar. Oh my God, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Your axe is about to float. <laughs> Try and control your emotions. Try and control your emotions. Control your emotions. True story. So, there was a time I didn't have a driver. I used to drive myself when I was much younger. So, I, I drove to everywhere until recently I decided it was not safe for my position and my age to be driving alone. So my driver is always there. So if I pick any girlfriend in the way, my driver will know. When you're alone, it's dangerous. So I was driving around Zongo. I wanted to dodge the traffic here, get to Zongo, you know, through to my house because there are several ways to that I can drive to the house. Then I saw this woman carrying bread. And the bread, hey, so nice butter bread, tea bread. And then uh, she had decorated the front with corn beef. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But you know that all the corn beef are empty corn beef except one. 
Only one will have corned beef. And why that decoration till today, I don't understand. You have to tell me. And then, and then on one side, sardine. Sardine. They are packed the sardine, papa, papa, but you know that they're only two. Because this woman will not have sardine to buy plenty, money to buy plenty of sardine. So only two at a time, one at a time. And then the other one, empty, empty uh, baked beans. Baked beans uh, can. Plenty. So I say, hey, what, what show is this? But I think that they do that to attract people. You know, uh, you know that yeah, this is a serious businessman and uh, he's doing something with a, uh, and so on. So, Charlie, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. The woman didn't see that it was a gutter in front of her. She fell into the gutter and all the bread, everything to the gutter. Then people came around. Oh, oh, oh. So when I saw it, I just moved my car a little bit and then parked. Wanted to see what, whether, what anybody would do. Do you know when the woman got up, the woman's legs were all bruised. She didn't bother about the bruises. Okay? Ow. Broadway, you're fleeing. Ow. 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 And then she tried to rescue the bread, but every bread was soaked. Tears. She wasn't minding the bruises. She's minding what she's going to tell the one who gave her the bread to sell and bring the money. So, so, uh, oh, oh, oh. So I, I, I opened my glass. I said, uh, call, call, call the woman. So I said, uh, Mommy, Brodo, I can not fear no any. She mentioned the amount. She mentioned that I was, had money in my envelope. Then I counted the money and I gave it to her. Tears. Then she said, Oh, love, and I touch about her. And then the people said, Hey, oh, you are doing my job. Okay, prophecy. Give me prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> my job. Oh, no. May God bless you. May God bless you. You know. And I drove off. Then I said, hey, life is not easy. Another one. I was going to Palladium. There is a, there's a the Methodist church at Palladium. I think there was a funeral. And so I was going. So I was going through Agbogloshi Road. And the traffic was heavy. This was Friday afternoon. Heavy traffic. So we're all in the traffic, small, small. Then one woman selling pure water. Somebody called her from the other side. Hey, one pure water, ten pesos. The woman, me, I'm coming. She didn't see. And you know these Okada people, this uh, motor. Therefore, them they don't bother traffic. They go through. So this Okada was coming. The Okada leveled the woman like this. All the pure water, everything. Bam. When she got up, the first thing, not her health. Ow! Oh, all the pure water was. I am told the pure water, the one whole bag, is about uh, three cities. And then they will give it to her for 250. Two, two cities, 50. Then when she sells, her profit is the 50 pesos. What? Oh, please. Alas, master, it was borrowed. The devil is always trying to embarrass, bring shame, you know. Today, shame shall be removed from you. <laughs> so, 
I just came out of the traffic. I, I, I didn't come in. The traffic was so nice. I called the lady. Call, call me the woman. And then when she mentioned, I gave her double. I said, she should go home and rest. <clears throat> the one that anytime I recollect, I cry. I was driving uh, at Achimota. And uh, I was going through the backyard, Akwete man. You know, uh, then I appear. In those days, the NY was not there. So you just do small, 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 and then you go. And I saw this woman roasting plantain with a baby at the back. Standing in the heat. So the sun was hot. There was fire from the charcoal. So fire from our fire from beneath. And you see this woman trying to tend the plantain, trying to tend the plantain. So as soon as I went forward, then I remembered. I said, oh, that's my mother. Exactly what my mother used to do. And then my mother, at my mother's back, is my younger sister who has been sitting at the back. And then I'll go with my mother. And during the break time, it was a factory. During the break time, when the workers were coming plenty, my mother would need some concentration. So my mother would give me my small sister to carry. So baby carrying baby. And then, my sister too will, will be restless. And then, you know, when the baby, sometimes when they do that thing and you are not careful, they will just fall. So when you are a mother and a father, you know how to hold them. And so look at me. Baby trying to hold another baby. So she falls down and me to her fall down. <laughs> then, then she'll be crying. Yeah, then my mother will be shouting, crying to me no fear on me. And she couldn't leave the plantain and come because people workers. So she had to call him my one share. Hey, branche, oh Jesus Christ. And in the heat, in the sun, and I saw this woman. I said, Oh Jesus Christ, that's my mother. So I packed. And I said, Mama, how much is the plantain? And then she said, One is uh, uh, one Ghana city. I said, Give me two Ghana cities. So she was so happy. First customer for the day. Two Ghana cities. And then as she wrapped them, I took 50 Ghana cities. Then I gave her 50 Ghana cities. Oh! The equivalent of, alas! It was borrowed. <laughs> she said, ow! You know why she screamed at the money? She didn't have change. She hadn't sold nothing that day. So, two Ghana cities. She was going to not look for 48. Hi. So I saw the woman looking, and I intentionally I was just trying the woman. I saw the woman looking. I said, You don't have change, eh? I said, Okay, which church do you go? She says, I go to Church of Pentecost. I said, Sunday, go and give the Lord offering. Is that okay? Take the money. How? How old are you? I said, I moved my car. I saw the woman was looking at me. Sometimes the Lord will send an angel to appear when the enemy is trying to sink you and the devil is trying to frustrate you in that examination room the angel of the Lord will appear and he will show you the answers hey, clap your hands and say I will sink no more oh say it again and say I will sink no more yeah. somebody clap your hands and say I believe in miracles 
Sometimes God will just send you help. In the last 20 years of my mother, oh, she was not selling plantain anymore. She lived like a queen because God sent an angel. God sent a helper. And, and that student who asked Elisha to accompany them is prophetic. As if he knew something was going to happen. He says, sir, can you go with us? Elisha said, well, I'm not doing anything. This is voluntary work. Let's go. Not knowing God was preparing a miracle for the boy. Just when you need an intervention, I guarantee you that the Lord will show up and the Lord will be there for you. Can you clap your hands and shout, I, I receive it. And on the day of your testimony, this is the song that you sing. Oh, come on, start your testimony right now. Oh, yeah, man. Come on, start your testimony now. Come on, raise your voice a little bit. Hey. Tell somebody, tell somebody, listen to my testimony. Listen to my testimony. Send me what Come on, share your testimony now. Come on, practice your testimony now. You will sing a new song. You will sing a song. You will give a testimony. Hey! Disobey. He will do it or the law of rotation otherwise known as Archimedes principle Archimedes principle says an object will float on a liquid 
either water or any liquid because there is a buoyant force from the liquid that pushes. And it will so be able to push that object if the volume of the object is equivalent to the volume of liquid that is displaced. Number two. Then they began to look at what we call the law of density ratio. The law of density ratio also looks at the density of the object and the density of the liquid that the object is expected to float upon. The common liquid that we know is water. The density of water is one kilogram per liter. Another liquid, the mercury, has a very high density, which is 13 kilograms per liter. So an ion, like the axe, can flow on mercury because the density of the liquid is higher than the density of the object. But when the density of the object, like, so the density of the lead, of any, probably, if they can float on liquid, then it means that they would be, before they, before they can sink, they must be above 13, 14, 17 kilograms per liter or something before they can float in mercury. Or before they can sink in mercury. Otherwise, they will float. Water is only one kilogram. So it is very, very easy for any metal when you draw. And here is the miracle. A calabash or any piece of wood has a very low density. So when you put that piece of wood or calabash on the water, the water's density is higher. So that piece of object is not able to displace enough water. Or will be able to displace enough water equivalent to the weight of the water, the buoyant force. So calabash will float. Wood will float. And Elisha went and caught wood. Which is supposed to float. And the piece of wood went down the water and brought the metal. I said to float. So for once... God decided to defy Archimedes' principle, defy the law of density, defy the law of buoyancy, defy the law of flotation, and that's exactly what God is going to do. When it is your time for miracle, God will defy the law of common sense. Ah! The, the common sense is that the brightest student in your class will top the examination. This time it will not be so. The stupid one in the class, the subject you are afraid of, the one you are expected to get C is the one that you get A. If you are the one I am talking to, clap your hands and say, Jesus. Jesus. Clap your hands and shout, Jesus. The Lord will defy the law of medicine. What will kill you will give you life. What killed others will not kill you. Who is the one I am talking to? You will attend the interview. And they will look at you and say, Look, of all the interviewers, you didn't do well. But somewhere, someone want to give you the job. May the law of common sense be defied because of you. Clap your hands and say, my father, my father, in the mighty name of Jesus, 
let every law that is against me turn around for my sake give the Lord a happy clap offering give the Lord a mighty celebration Oh, right now in the spirit, anybody who is pressing your head under the water, I see you coming out, and I see them going under the water. Now, prophetic direction there is from Tuesday, there are going to be five bowls of anointing oil here, and they are going to be here throughout the month throughout the month. There are five axes that the enemy wants to sink and we will resist him. Number one, axe. Your career and your job is the first axe that the enemy wants to attack. Number two, he wants to attack your knowledge. The knowledge that sent you into the work, he wants to attack it. We are going to fight and resist. Number three acts. The acts of your health. Your health is so, so important that you are not going to take chances. Because if you allow your health to sink, you are finished. Number four. For those of you who are married and have children, your family, your children will be the other acts that needs to be protected. So we don't allow that acts to sink. And then number five, the last axe will be the axe of your savings and your investment. Your savings and your investment. This axe needs to be protected. Now, if you want to know what is keeping you, play the fool and lose your job. And there you will know what is keeping you alive. My son, can you imagine look, your whole life? Tell me that one, two, three here. Your life is not built or budgeted based on an income that comes into your account every month. That income is tailored. Your rent, your electricity, your water, your children's fees, this, blah, are all embedded in there. And then you go to work one day, they say, we are sucking you. Oh, Jesus. May the Lord protect our job. That, that's why, that's why any officer at your workplace who is trying to sink your axe, your job, I will fight them. If possible, they will lose their position and you take it. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Hey! Don't lose your job. Genesis chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39. Verse number 3. I will do NLT. Verse, okay, let me do verse 2 first. NLT. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did. As he served in the home of his Egyptian master. The Lord was with Joseph. So the equation is that because the Lord was with him, he succeeded. But that's not the only thing. Verse 3. And when Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did, verse 4. This pleased Potiphar. 
So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant, his aide. Kato, Sinemi, and that. You can't become a PA of a big man unless you have a certain character. You can't be a PA of a big man unless you have a certain character. We call it trust. <laughs> Became personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. Tosike, entire household, all the workers in the house were under Joseph. So it means he had administrative and managerial skills. Two, he also had PR management. He knew how to handle people. That's why they could ask him to take over. And then the man's property. It means that the man had also knowledge of estate management, business management. Oh, Joseph Director of Administration, Royal House Chapel. And you are managing property. Ah! Lawyer. She's supposed to know every property Royal House Chapel has everywhere. When we ask for documents, she has to pull it out. If one pastor somewhere wants to take our church, we have to have documents here to stop him in court one day. So, you come here, director of administration. So, what is the document? From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly. Because there is a manager in charge. And his crops and livestock flourished. Verse number 6. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility. Over everything he owned. Because the guy is a good administrator. With Joseph there. He didn't worry about a thing. Except what kind of food to eat. The knowledge that took you to that job, if that knowledge becomes stale and a cake in your head, your boss is going to look for another. Improve yourself. Do short courses anytime you see one. Read magazines and newspaper and educate yourself. student, when we ask you the economic disadvantages of Okada, you can't tell us. You are stale. Something's a cake in your head. One day we had an economic student, economic student, and then they asked, what should be done to Ghana's cocoa to add value? Economic student couldn't answer, and I was sitting here. I said, oh, Radhi, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And when you are not performing and your boss 
is complaining and harassing you, you come to the altar, you are cursing him. God will mind you. You don't have the spirit of Joseph. You don't have the spirit of excellence. You are not working on your knowledge. You are not protecting the axe of your job. And your job is sinking. Your axe is sinking. What annoys me are those of you who come and report your boss. Your bosses. Apostle General, my, my boss is an unbeliever. He hates Christians. I pass, I, especially when he sees me pray in the office. He doesn't like it at all. Why should you pray in the office? Why should you pay? Are you paid to go and pray in the office or you are paid to work? You think by coming to tell me you pray in the office, you are impressing me. In fact, you are telling me not to even employ you in my office here. Because my office here, we don't pray there. We work. We pray here after, after work. And on Sundays. That's why week of the altar is not 9 a.m. by 6 p.m. my sister, my daughter, you know what annoys me? You don't pray until your boss enters. When your boss enters, already the guy is afraid. The guy says you have taken him to Juju and then you are the guy is a northerner and the guy doesn't know what his tongues. So what do we say? He will say you are chanting. Now when he starts sucking you, you are coming here too. You can pray, but don't let your boss see that you are praying. You sit down, you are looking at his face, but you are blasting your heart. And I love it. When you are killing people in your heart, it's better than when you are killing them, you know. Don't, don't, don't let them see you that you are killing. Do it in your heart. When you are writing, he's greeting you. How are you today? I'm fine, sir. It's better. From today, I command every royal house member, wherever you are working, you must win the best worker award every year. I give you anointing for double. You must win the best worker award. And it is easy to win best worker award. The best worker award goes to those who go to work early and close late. Those who, when they are giving work, they perform on time. And then they are also looking at how you do your work and you help others to do their work, if you don't know this. So those of you who think that, I've done my work, so I finish, I take my back. Oh, you finish, you take your back. In every office, what we do there is called teamwork. And the results come to the team. And so if you finish and somebody hasn't finished, you help the person to finish. Your boss is watching all this. Your boss is watching all this. Alas, master, it was borrowed. And the devil decided not to attack anything but that which was borrowed. That's how wicked the devil is. When he's disgracing you, he disgraces you big time. Don't lose your job. Don't lose your job. 
So you are a student over here, you are not working. Yes, my counsel. I wanted to win the best student behaved prize every year for me because you are a Christian and you are a royal house member. Why should they write letter to your parents that they have suspended you? Why? What nonsense is that? Do you know why they will suspend you? They will suspend you because when you go to school, those boys who are coming from broken homes, who don't have love, they make noise, they talk nonsense. Aluta, aluta, fool, and bull, and kwashia, and bull. And then you too, when you want acceptance and you want to be known and you want to be seen, you go and join them. You are a fool. You are a child of God. If you have no love at home, you have love in church. You have love in Christ. If you don't hear wisdom at home, you hear wisdom in church. If you don't have better friends at home, you have better friends in church. Let this be happy with this one. Oh, if you are clapping, clap for me because this is free counsel. It will take you out of trouble. You must win best behave student. And if you want us to attend your speech and prize giving day, then win prizes. Because me, I can't come and sit down there and be clapping for others. I want to clap for Royal House Chapel. Can you make us proud, please? I want to meet your boss in town. When I meet your boss in town, your boss is saying, Reverend Apostle General, God bless you. You are doing a good work. I said, oh, wow. Do you come to Royal House? No, I don't come to Royal House Chapel. My executive secretary comes from Royal House Chapel. Oh, hard working. Hard working. Please make us proud. Please. Your health as an axe. I pray that one of the things that you should always thank God for when you wake up in the morning and you can breathe, when you wake up and you can take a step and you can go out and you can drive your car and come back home, you must thank God, oh, I beg you. When you have to come to church on Sunday and report yourself in the presence of God and come and use the energy and the health he has given you to praise him and worship him and you want to be begged. Oh, please, wait until something happens to you. Wait! They brought this man to me. This man is, has been working in one of these financial institutions. And he has worked and Risen through the ranks. Didn't have much qualification. So all the guys who are coming with fresh, fresh qualification from the USA will come and then they'll come and pass him. They'll come and they'll make them managers. They'll come and make him manager. This man was so frustrated. And then one day they went to board meeting. And they, there was vacancy for uh, general manager administration and finance. And normally finance, they'll give it to chartered accountants and so on. Then the board argued and said, look, this man is very hard working. He has, he's not a chartered accountant, but with what he has, he will. After all, he's left with about four years for retirement. So the board chairman argued and argued and said, look, let's give it to him. Let him chop general manager small. Let him retire. And when he's retiring, let him get something good. So they gave him the position, general manager 
finance and administration. My brothers and my sisters. One month into the business, he stroke struck him. Oh. And, and it's not that small stroke that you can walk. The one that makes you vegetable, you can't talk. Hey. So they carried him to my office. Fire prayer. I said, return to sender. Return to sender. Return to sender. Return to sender. Prayed. About a month. Then he started recovering. His speech came back. And then he was a little bit slow. But he was walking and talking. So when he came, I said, when would you like to go back to the office? He said, Apostle General, my woman found my dear. Let them take their job. Eh, eh, I wasn't having stroke ah, until I got this job. Ah, Apostle General, let them take. Uh, I will retire on this mic. Oh, Charlie. I Fear had gripped him. He too is not a member of Royal House Chapel to be hearing motivational and powerful sermons like this. He resigned. It's an axe. When the devil is coming to you, he's coming for that. I will, I will pastor you properly. Because of you, I will always remain in anointing in the presence. Because how many children do you have now? Two children. You and your wife are the breadwinners. Every morning you are going and coming. Your money is budgeted. And then suddenly they say, Albert is sick, Albert cannot work. Now, when you are sick and you cannot work, it is not like your wife is going to be working because your wife is also supposed to be taking care of you. So somewhere, somehow, she too will have divided attention. The devil is just targeting the children. Charlie, don't be sick. Stay in the presence. Drink the blood. Don't joke with prayer. Don't joke with covenant. When, when people are talking about anointing and insulting men of God and apostles, you know, you too, you want to talk some. Hey! I certain guy dared me. He will not make his wife go to church and pay tight. I said, look, brother, you married the girl in the church. What, what nonsense is that? <laughs> As well, uh, America here, uh, we don't go to church by heart. Oh, we don't pay first fruit. I said, who told you that? Is America Bible different from Ghana Bible? Please. You came and met the girl. The girl is a church girl. Let her go to a church on Sundays and give her money to pay tithe. When she's happy, she will serve you well. Your marriage will be happy. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, then I left for Ghana. I returned to U.S. Then I called our member. I said, is, is the guy playing ball? Hmm, Rev, it's even serious. No, I don't go to church. I don't. I said, this boy is joking. So I asked my member. We went to the altar. Then I invoked prayer. I just brought her to the altar. Then I held. Then I prayed in tongues. And I said, let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. 21 days, the man died. And when he died, the money started coming to her hands. She started paying tight now. 
Tell somebody, don't stand in the way of the Lord. Tell somebody, don't stand in the way of the Lord. Tell somebody, don't stand in the way of the Lord. You, you don't know how much God has blessed you with this energy, this strength, the fact that you can move your feet, the fact that you can go and come, the fact that examination one month can pass without you falling sick. Go and ask other people. Other people end up writing exams in hospitals. Oh, me. Onyamime sumoda. Makoso. Masumno. Hey, one I, I don't know what will stop me. I don't know what will prevent me. Me Every Sunday, report to church. Give God your body, your heart, your song, your worship, your sacrifices, your fight. Because your axe is floating now. The day is that sinking. Alas, master, it was borrowed. Give your life to Jesus Christ right Don't let anybody beg you to serve God. Don't let people beg you. Don't let anybody coerce you and force you. Please serve God with gladness and joy. The man wasn't getting stroke until he got the promotion. One man stroke. Apostle, He's recovered now. When he was in office, he built some property. He's rented the property. That's what he's, he's eating from. Investment. I'm coming to there right now. I was called to go and pray for a rich man. Very wealthy. Paralyzed. I said, man, what happened, sir? He said, apostle, tell your people, those who don't fear spiritual things, they must fear spiritual things. Midnight, he wanted to urinate. So, he said he got up from his bed. He's been urinating midnight always. And he knows the way to the bathroom is just around the corner of his master bedroom. So, he normally walks. And you know, when you are feeling sleeping, uh, you are, your eyes are closed, but you are still going there because you, it's a trip you've been making every day. You don't miss it. He said this day, of all days, he moved one step, <laughs> then he fell down. So he said, ah, why? No. So he, he did it like this. He, he thought they sleep. Then he moved again. Then he fell. He said, hey, what is happening? He moved that time. Then he saw he couldn't get up again. So he crawled to go and wee-wee. 
So he came to back to bed. He said, what is happening? Then he shook, he, he shook his leg and saw that the work had become like rubber. He shook the other one, the one has become like rubber. Hey, he's rich. So quickly he called his friends. Then they called some doctors. And then they came that midnight. They took him to a hospital. Started running tests, running tests, running tests, running tests, running tests, running tests. Bilhazia has gone into his blood and has started paralyzing him to here. So the situation must be arrested. It was Saturday. Sunday, they went to the embassy to go and take visa. Rushed him to UK. He went there, test, bam, one shot. And then they were able to stop the paralysis. The paralysis was going to take to his back. So the paralysis stopped here. They killed him. He has never been able to walk in the last 20 years. Hey! Hey! Stop bluffing, what? Stop bluffing. Stop stop. Come down and humble yourself. Because this leg is not yours. It belongs to the master. The day the master says, give me back my legs. Master, who did this thing? Why is he blind? Is it his mother or his father? Master, it was a borrowed axe. Where did it fall? Today we shall defy the law of buoyancy. Shall defy it. <laughs> Most of you don't have children here, but you'll be having children one day. So let me. In our culture and our system, when the child is sick, the father is not concerned. The mother is the one that will take the child to hospital and the mother is the one who sleeps at the hospital and so on and so forth. Foolishness. Foolishness. You don't know what the children mean to you until you lose them. Oh yeah. You know what the children mean to you? It's because of the children you wake up in the morning, you are working and coming and working and coming. It's because of the children. So that the children will go to school and pay their school fees and so on and so forth. And now the child for whom you are working so hard suddenly is sick and the devil takes him away. Your axe is sinking. Temperature. Sure, Jesus Christ. The doctors dictated very early that she must not sleep in air condition. Especially when the, the, uh, the air condition is very high and cold. Uh, it, it will get, it makes her get infection in the ears, the throat, you know, and so on. And she will get temperature, na, 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 na. She too, air condition. She will switch it on. I will walk and I will go and switch it off. By the time I go again, it is on. And sometimes when the temperature comes, no amount of painkillers. So we have to end up at children's hospital. And then when Mama Rita is going, I join her, we go. And children's hospital, Kolebu, when you go, there's no bed for parents. So she is sleeping there, and there's one chair, Mama Rita has to sit, and I have to hang by one wall like this.
I don't know what is wrong with some of you men. I don't know what is wrong. I don't know who taught you this culture that it is a woman who must take care of a baby, who must take care of, you know, no. As a man, Christian man, you must learn how to change diaper. You must learn how to bathe your babies. You must learn to run shift with your wife. There are some things that she does, you must do when you are at home. When she is busy in the kitchen, you must be busy with the child. When she is busy with the child, you must be busy in the kitchen. Stop this criticism and foolishness by sitting in your... Here is another thing the devil attacked, another axe, your savings and your investment. Now, see, I pray, I pray for you. What should never happen to you is monies that you have saved for a season, a, a reason, a project. Then suddenly you have to be dipping into those savings and investment because somebody is sick. Your mother-in-law is sick. Your, your, your uncle is sick. Everybody is coming to you, taking money, taking money, taking money. So you never save. Every day your account is red. It should never happen. You know why? Because the day anything happens to you, you will be amazed to find out that nobody will be there for you. Nobody will be there for you. The people you are helping, you will see that they have made it. If you also go back to them and say, look, uh, I'm, not, I'm sick. At the sound of Atambu, the story they will tell you, I pray that may your savings and your investments never sink into the ground. I pray. I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray. Because if every time you save, something negative will happen, then you will spend the money. Something negative. Something, it's a curse. When are you going to build your house? When are you going to buy a land? Here are some scriptures you must use to pray this week. Tomorrow, Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 15. Tuesday, Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. Tuesday, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Wednesday, Isaiah 58, 8. Isaiah 58, 8. Thursday, Psalm 103, verses 1 to 3. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 3. Friday, Psalm 105, verses 36 to 37. Psalm 105, verses 36 to 37. Saturday, Exodus chapter 9, verse 11. Exodus chapter 9, verse 11. Deuteronomy 7, 15. Deuteronomy 7, 15. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. Isaiah 58, 8. Isaiah 58, 8. Psalm 103, 1 to 3. Psalm 103, 1 to 3. Psalm 105, 36 to 37. Psalm 105, 36 to 37. Exodus 9, 11. Exodus 9, 11. Shall we do Deuteronomy 7, 15 now? Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. And I'll be prophesying over your life. 
And I'll be causing certain areas of your life that are sinking to rise again. Deuteronomy 7, 15. Read with a loud voice. Ready? Go. And the Lord. Oh, please read. And the Lord will from you all sickness and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt which you have known but will lay them on those who hate you child of God this is a promise your health will never sink because the Lord will take away all sickness and all diseases which he put upon Egyptians rather they will be upon those who are thinking evil and who are wicked the Lord will put these diseases upon them may your health be stable if you be sick it should be just small small headache because you are tired you don't even need medication when you drink water sleep and wake up that's it when you go and check your health statistics it must always be correct may Jehovah make you healthy so that you can always go and come by the time you'll be retiring you will have built your house you have enough savings and investment to take care of your life can you clap your hands and say i received this prophecy let the devil hear you and shout again and say i received this prophecy i can hear you shout again and say i received this prophecy clap your hands and say any part of my life any part of my life which is sinking I command you, float again. Come out of under the water. Come out of under the water. In the name of Jesus, shout yes. Another prophecy, Genesis chapter 49 verse 25. Genesis 49, 25. I will give you three more, two, two more prophecies and then we will worship God and pray. Genesis 49 25. The patriarch was pouring blessings upon his sons, and then when he got to Joseph, this is the blessing of Joseph, which I release upon you today. Can you read it aloud and receive it? Ready, go by the God of your father. Who will? Who will? Who will? I say, when your act sinks, that moment an angel must come around and say show me where you are having the difficulty show me which question you cannot answer show me who is worrying you in the office by the God of your father who will help you ready go and by the almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above blessings of the deep that lies beneath blessings of the breasts and the womb that is the blessing over your children your children will drink the proper breast milk and your children will come from the right womb. Can you clap your hands and say, I received this prophecy. Take the last one. Genesis chapter 24 verse 35. Genesis chapter 24 verse 35. Your season for double. If a man can perform double anointings because he re- double miracles because he received double anointings from his father, it is our season. I release the double grace upon your life. Genesis 24, 25. <laughs> I love this one. 
This is testimony about Abraham, but Abraham is not giving the testimony. Abraham's servant, whom he has sent to go and bring Isaac a wife, is the one who is saying this. Now, I want to promote you. Now, from today, you will not be talking about yourself anymore. Others will be talking about God's goodness. Oh, you didn't hear me. You won't have to tell people what you have. May people discuss what you have. May they see you and know that God has blessed you. May they smell blessing around you. When they come close to you, may they see that the hand of the Lord is upon you. Are you am I blessing somebody here? Kayato me under. Now, now here is the testimony. Read it with a loud voice and see whether you can possess it. Ready? Go. There has blessed my master greatly. And he has become and he has given him flocks and heads and silver and gold, male, female, servants, and camels and donkeys. Check the message Bible. What that one says in the message Bible. Genesis 24, 35. Message. Ready? Go. God has blessed my master. He's a great man. God has given him sheep and cattle and silver and gold, servants and male servants. May the Lord lift you above your enemies. Whatever they don't wish to see you achieve, may that be your achievement. And any gathering in the spirit, in the physical, in your father's bloodline, in your mother's bloodline, that they are sinking you because you are making an effort to better your life. May they fail. May you come out of the water. And if they are aiming at embarrassing you and putting shame on you and putting fear and perpetuating poverty, may their dreams never come to pass. I, Sam Crunchy Ankara, your father, I bless you with the tongue of Jehovah. I bless you with the spirit of God Almighty. I stand on the altar and I say, you will be bigger and you will be taller. Whatever that is sinking will float again. Not only will you float, but I see you flying over the mountains like the wings of the eagle. I bless you. I bless you. May you enjoy the month of May and the month of June. And as you approach the altar to administer the anointing, may the Lord visit you and may the Lord bless you. Lift up your hands to Jesus. You are great. Yes, you are. Holy God. You walk upon the sea. You raise the dead. When you start singing these miracles, know that God is going to repeat. Hey. Mighty God. Everything. Is great. Come on, don't sing to anybody. Can you lift up your hands and talk to God? You are great. Personalize it and talk to God. Holy one. Hey. You walk upon the sea. You raise the dead. The Lord will do it again. The Lord will do it again. You are not sinking again. You are not sinking again. Stand to your feet and lift up your voice. Say it again. You are great. Yes, you are. You are great. Yes, you are. Hey! WMG, clap your hands. Shout! 
rising again. Your examination is rising again. Your mathematics is rising again. Your physics, your science. Say it again. You are great. You are great. Yes, you are. Come on. Are you clapping? I can see you clapping now. The order is speaking. I hear the order speaking for somebody. I hear the order speaking for somebody. to your feet. I am angry right now. We are arresting the situation. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. Anything that is sinking in my life, my marriage or relationship, my education or career, my finances, my glory, my promotion, I clap my hands. Lord arise. Lord arise. Lord arise. Call upon him. Call upon him. Tell the Lord arise. Stop. Church, something is happening. Something is happening. We are we are we are resting a situation right. We are resting a situation. I'm picking something in the spirit. I'm picking something in the spirit. I'm picking something in the spirit. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. You devil. Whatever you are pressing down and pushing my head and my glory under the water by revelation, I won't sink. I won't sink. I am coming out. I am coming out. I will float. I will rise. I will fly because I have the eagle's anointing and every law of buoyancy, every law of flotation, every law of sinking today. Turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. Change, change, change. Oh yeah, 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 change. The Lord is changing some law because of you. The law of common sense. The law of order. The Lord is changing something. You will be a miracle. Your life will be a miracle. Somebody believe in miracles. I beg you, believe in miracles because a miracle is happening. A miracle is happening. A miracle is happening. Swim in the miracle. Swim in the anointing. Swim on top of the water. Swim on top of the water. Fly, 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 fly. You are a prophecy. You are a prophecy. You are a prophecy. Your life is a prophecy. Your life is a prophecy. Your children are saved. Your children are saved. The glory is upon you. The glory is upon you. Your work is saved. Your career is saved. Your bread is saved. You will never lose your bread. You will never lose your bread. You will never lose your bread. You will never be disgraced. You will never be ashamed. Child of God. The glory is here. The anointing is here. Swing, 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 swing. My eyes have seen, my ears have heard the wonders of your praise. Say it again, my eyes have seen. My eyes have seen. 
you to learn this one. Come on, say now. You will see the wonders. You will see the wonders. Say, my eyes have seen. My ears have heard. Your eyes will see. Your ears will hear the wonders, the miracles. Somebody shout and say, I believe in miracles. Everybody will bow. Science will bow. Physics will bow. Principles will bow. Laws will bow. Laws will change because of you. Something will change because of you. and prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.